0: Hello, Hiveans. Today's episode of The Wretched Hive is brought to you by Audible.com. That's right, Lisa. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at... Sorry! I said
1: child!
0: (laughs) That's right, Lisa.
1: Get a free audiobook download.
0: (laughs) Stop it! No, no. Shut up! Today's episode of The Wretched Hive is brought to you by Audible.com. Today is.
1: <laughs>
0: That's right, Lisa. Get a free audiobook download and a 30 day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash hive. That's H I V E. That's right, Christine. Over 180,000 yeah. titles, titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, yeah, Kindle, baby. or M3. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> over 180,000
0: titles to choose from from your iphone android kindle or mp3 player welcome to the wretched hive podcast i got a bad feeling about this moss iceland space what are you
1: talking about we will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy this is ridiculous we must be cautious Actually,
0: we're just a bunch of guys talking about Star Wars and other stuff. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. That's good news. I like the sound of that. Okay, I have ironclad proof. 100%. Hayden Christensen is in The Rise of Skywalker. What? 100%, Scott. Okay.
2: I'm in. I can't wait.
0: Please, no. Yeah, no, it's happening. Sand is going to get blasted again. See what I did there? Uh, By Hayden. And uh, we're going to tell you all about the evidence we have. Because you have found the Wretched Hive podcast for Friday, September 20th, 2019. Episode 96 of the show. My name is Steve Baldwin. And a small group of (laughs) hyvians. (laughs) <laughs> is joining me tonight. We've got some people working. We've got some other sick, but the show must go on, and to carry it on, we have uh, a very small but committed group. It threw you off, didn't it, Steve? Everybody <laughs> it did. Knows. It did. I was looking at you. I thought you were going to say something. Um, the three amigos, if you will, and we're going to start it off tonight with a lifelong. Star Wars fan! But <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> uh, let's try that again. I'm really, this is really weird. It is. I've never it's, started off with you. Let's try that again. Let's A lifelong Star Wars fan! Evansky. Oh my
2: god, thank you so much, Steve, for having me here tonight. Plus uh, you're on
0: Skype, you're not across from me. It's just dogs and cats living together. It's just weird. It's mass hysteria.
2: It is. Uh, it, yeah, I, I, uh, if we get through tonight, it's going to be a miracle. We uh, <laughs> two people out, and mm. I'm not running full steam tonight. So we're going to see how this goes, and we're going to
0: just, just plow through this. Like, is there something? Like, yeah. yeah. Is, is there something wrong with me that anyone, ever, anytime anyone says miracle, I think of the Barry Manilow song. It's a miracle, a true <laughs> blue spectacle. I swear that my brain is wired that way. No,
2: I think that's perfectly fine. All,
0: right, fine. All <laughs> right. one of a kind, Steve. I, I, I guess. Know, you, well, you've recently <gasps> been to a Barry Manilow concert, haven't you? That's probably why. But yeah. uh, I, it's Barry 24 7 around the Baldwin house. <laughs> um, also on the show tonight, he is the captain of the Nico Rodriguez.
1: Woo. Hi, guys. <laughs> hey, Nico. We are up? not 555 five tonight. Oh, oh we're where! Yeah. this is going to be a special
0: night. This might be the shortest show proper we've ever had. And we're five yeah. by
2: 5 with two broken fingers and a bruise. I mean, this is terrible. What's going on? Well, the two What's happening I
1: don't this know. This would be a great night for a high five.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> the two –
1: the two microphone
0: hogs are, you know, off the air tonight. So, I mean, we might get through this thing in 38 minutes without Wait a minute. Greg wait a minute. Dave. Are you telling me that the two guys that gave me all the
2: shit the time I couldn't show up on the show because I had a special pass to Galaxy's Edge and yeah. they're not here? Wow, yeah. that's some big fucking dick moves on their part. In fact, you know, know what? what? You got so I'm much not, shit from
1: big pick.
0: Yeah. You got so much shit from Greg that night that you missed. Yeah. You, you, if you have a sound clip to play, we'll play it twenty-eight times. How, wh- however many he played, we'll play that one one more. Because I should have prepared. You, I didn't know he was going to be out until I the know. last minute. So. Yeah, well, that was strategy on his part. I think he he wanted to, uh, you know, keep it a secret from you.
2: That's all good. Yeah. All right. The love is here still.
0: All right. Well, if the love is still where you are, give us a call and tell us all about it on the wretched hive love line. That's five six two. 455-4483. That's five six two four five five hive That's H-I-V-E. In case you can't spell HIVE, you goddamn right it. Is. And who needs those guys? And you can also <laughs> find us online at thewretchedhive.net on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Podcast. We're on Twitter at wretchedhivepod, Instagram at wretchedhive 77. You can email to show at... TheWretchedHive.net. By the way, you can also email us individually. I don't know if I've shared this with you guys, but listeners, if you want to send Scott or Nico an email, just send to Scott at TheWretchedHive.net or Nico at TheWretchedHive.net, and they will personally respond to every single one of the emails you send, as long as it has some PayPal funds attached to it.
2: That there is some honest to God truth, sir. Yeah. yeah that that I, is what. You know be-
1: what? And there's a 50-50 coin toss that I'll respond to you even if you don't attach PayPal. So the odds are ever in
0: your favor. Those are better than the odds that I get with emailing
1: Nico, actually. That's, Just, that's pretty good. You know what? Never tell me the
0: odds. That's right. Uh, you can also find our app in the Apple App Store. Search Wretched to find the Wretched app. And uh, we're on Google Podcasts. We're on Stitcher. And, of course, the best way to listen to and rate the show is review the show is on apple podcasts all right guys i got a couple things to share tonight before we get into the news number one well actually just one that one's for something else uh i had the opportunity to go to Ogus cantina again guys and uh on that trip uh scott i got you a a tiki mug
2: yes by the way thank you it's uh it's Fantastic, well constructed, super heavy, and it holds some great drinks. It's a good mug. <laughs> it so,
0: is. And uh, Nico, I didn't get anything for you. Sorry, but you know Scott paid standard, me for that mug, so screw you. Standard issue. I'm That's not right. worried. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you. I did. I did try the beer flight. Oh. At Ogus Cantina, and when you buy the beer flight, you get a beer flight holder. I'm gonna push this mic away a little bit uh it is the cups are rancor teeth
1: nice that's actually pretty cool that's really, right? yeah, and it's a little cool.
0: stand i don't know if you guys can see this but mm-hmm. it's sort of Lovely. like a little uh you know like a flight you get in a bar except the cups are uh, rancor teeth so i just wanted to show you guys pretty cool
2: and it looks like it's carved like ewoks carved that little thing
0: out yes it's like a it's like a wooden carving, and it's it's numbered for one, two, three, four, so that when you taste your whiskey, you can you know you know that put the cup nope. right, back in the right wait, spot. wait wait wait, wait. do so, they sell whiskey there? No no they don't. I'm just okay. that's how I'm going to use it. <laughs> <laughs> you no. away, I'm modifying special tell, modifications tell me, myself.
1: Tell me then, Mr. Steve. How how were the beers? What beers did you get? Uh, Where
0: they get? I gotta say, not impressed. Not ah. impressed with the beers. They yeah. had they had a lager, an IPA, a sour, and maybe like a Hef. They were just all the drinks there. Okay, the atmosphere knocks it out of the park. It's great, love it. The drinks, mm, they're very sweet and and middle of the road, I guess is the way to best way yeah. to describe it.
2: Very it's kind of how of the Disney road. plays with that. They're gonna please everybody as yeah. opposed to the more niche market of the, uh, the alcohol enthusiast.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. But yeah I can't, even, I can't tell you even what, the beers, the beers too. I, I can't tell you. I mean, they're just very sort of plain Jane. I, even the IPA, you know, yeah. uh, was not not very bitter, real strong. No, the IBUs were pretty mm. low on it. So, so maybe, maybe they'll shift, maybe they'll change, get enough uh, input from folks that, you know, you're, you're only going to go into the cantina if you like to drink. So hopefully they'll well, uh, improve.
2: Steve, here's another question for you. Knowing that all five of us, one of the few rare times where we all got to go out to the uh, cantina, the
0: pop up up in Hollywood. Yeah, that's no longer pop up pop up. It's permanent. Um, it's permanent. Uh, the the uh, what is it? Um, uh, scum, scum and villainy. Scum canteen. and villainy cantina. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So on that note,
2: compared to Oga's cantina, how are the drinks? cuz i remember they were a little sweet at oh. scum and
1: Villainy as well. Well, if you had like their premix, but they had like full bar. Right. Like i was drinking makers and ginger ale, so like i had exactly what i wanted and it was a good pour and it was a good drink. i remember i had like two of them and i was having a great night.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, scum and Villainy
0: is a legit bar. They've got good beer yeah. selections. They've got you know good um you know like top shelf stuff in the in the back there that you can order. And they also have their sweet, you know, Star Wars-y drinks. but
2: If I remember correctly, I think I tried two of the drinks when we were there. One of them was uh, like a blue milk type drink. And uh, it was a rum, kind of a blue Hawaiian cocktail style drink. It was actually tasty, but it was a little, ta- a little sweet. And then there was a vodka one that was actually a little more true to a vodka drink. It wasn't mm. as sweet. That, as- was,
1: that was a green one, wasn't it?
2: Was it green? Yeah.
1: You had the Midori Green in there and some pineapple, I think. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that one was good.
2: Yeah.
1: So, okay. I'm going to have, have to try th- the drinks at Oga's, yeah. I mean, you have to give second it a try. Second question. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. So, second question. How much did that flight cost you? Because it's a $40 I, uh, cocktail. I'm, I'm going to go TV ahead and mug, take right? the
0: fifth. I'm going to take the fifth on that. <laughs> 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 it was... Did
1: that flight... Did that flight
0: cost you more than sixty dollars? It was less than eighty-six dollars. Wow! Wow!
1: Wow! Yeah! Yeah! So, you
0: know, and these are these probably they look like about three ounces.
1: Yeah, those are twenty-dollar Rancor teeth. <laughs> yeah. So and, <laughs> and so yeah, and with and the came, $5 came, obviously came stand. with this.
0: Yeah, came came with it. Um, uh, but yeah, it was uh. And well, the thing is, so it was 85 bucks. I had to do it just once, just one time I did it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, the, the month prior, the first time I went, it was 75. <laughs> so the price went up 10 bucks for that. So I was kind of kicking myself like, ah, I should have done it the first time. But wow. uh, it's interesting because at one point they were sold out of those. And this set right here that I'm holding in my hands is going on like eBay for like 250 bucks.
2: That's that's insane right there. That yeah. that second market Galaxy's Edge stuff is driving me crazy. Yeah, it's ridiculous.
1: Speaking of, are people still stealing maps and
0: trying to sell them? I don't know. I haven't kept up with that. I know that um, people are, you know, definitely stealing stuff. I don't know if they're trying to sell it. I mean, I'm sure they <laughs> are. I'm, I doubt if that's changed at all. But well, they I, but they, still they still don't have the map that I got. By chance, the the first time that I was there, that I found near a cash register with the whole layout of Galaxy's Edge. I haven't seen that again.
2: Yeah, the individual map the night I went, which was a Monday night, um, and we showed up later. Uh, it was all gone. Every we stopped, I think, at two or three different locations, and nothing there. It was just the park map that yeah. had Galaxy's Edge in it. So, yeah, but yeah, I'm well, sure people are taking them and selling them.
0: Hopefully, we can all make it there with uh, with the lens and. The Polkas and yeah. Baldwin's and the Rodriguez's and, <laughs> and the yeah. Ivanskis. Yeah, would yeah, be good. We got to get out there, man. Yeah,
2: definitely. Well, you got a hell of a souvenir out of it, even though it was you know eighty-five bucks. It's still
0: yeah. you got four things that's of beer super and you got cool. yeah, man. Rank Cortez. Crazy. Yeah, very unique. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. All right, well, guys, that's all I got. I think it's time to jump right <laughs> well, that's into the, the show. Next. All right. <laughs> Yeah, good good show, guys. All right. That's all I got. All right, let's get into the news here. From ABC News World Headquarters, this is ABC World News Tonight. No, it's not. It's Star Wars news with the Wretched Hive. So be it. All right, so at the top of the show, I mentioned that we have ironclad proof that Hayden Christensen is in the movie that's coming in less than, well, right around 80 days or so. The yeah. Rise of Skywalker. On, and, let me um,
1: see my official Yeah, look that up. My get official get research team, get on that. Um, I don't need to. I have a widget. 93 days.
0: Ooh, 93 days. Alright. I have From, a widget on record. my home screen. Uh, oh, that's nice. Yeah. So, so 91 days as the show airs on Friday, the, September 20th. Ooh, exactly three months away. Yes. From December 20th. That's cool. Okay. Oh, so, um gosh. So here's the deal with this. So some people are saying that an event that took place, uh, I believe, as I open up my browser here, I believe it was in Minnesota. Um, let's see. No, oh, Salt Lake Sa- City. Sorry. Salt Lake City, yep. Yeah. Salt Lake City, uh, an event occurred that is causing some fans to claim that this is ironclad proof that hayden christensen darth vader himself or anakin skywalker is in the rise of skywalker and this uh, this is this article is at comicbook.com disney reportedly demands cancellation of a star wars panel with ian mcdermid And Hayden Christensen. Now, this story is a couple weeks old, but I I kept it over from the notes from last time because we just couldn't get to it. But there's an event uh, called FanX. And uh, I'll just read a little bit from the article. FanX is currently in full swing in Salt Lake. And a last-minute cancellation is prompting some pretty big Star Wars rumors. According to the video above from someone in attendance, that's an ironclad source, I think, Yeah, yeah. um, Disney canceled a panel that was set to feature Ian McDiarmid and Hayden Christensen. While McDermott is confirmed to be reprising his role as the Emperor in Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, there's been no confirmation that Christensen will be returning as Anakin Skywalker. So basically, they were going to do a panel together, sit next to one another, and Disney called last minute and said, nope, you're not doing that, guys. Yeah, so, yeah, Steve, let me get this straight. Um,
2: Our ironclad proof is some people say.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, some fans that were at an expo say, "Where's what? Doesn't uh,
2: Nico have a phrase for this?"
0: Well, it was <laughs> it was someone that um was uh, in attendance uh, at the event, and they published a video on the internet, so it must be true. Yeah. Did it come from how a do how, film? how do
1: yes, please <laughs> thank you, Nico. How did we? How do we know that Disney canceled it? And that uh, they just didn't show up,
2: yeah, I didn't see the video, but, I'm assuming that somebody in the convention was walking around telling people that it had been cancelled.
1: Yeah, but how do we know that that is Disney demanding a cancellation?
2: Right? Who's done the research to find out if you know they've talked to the the coordinators and and all that that this has actually happened? i I, I don't know, I'm a little I'm a little suspicious about this. It could have been anything, you know.
0: So this Dave is Dan. this is the Raylo Reverend Megatron <laughs> on on Twitter. <laughs> Disney where, just canceled... where's Dave when we need him? He would be unleashing right
2: now on this. <laughs> oh
0: my God! Dave, uh, Disney just canceled their panel. Dave just canceled their panel. He does have the power to do that, by the way, but he, he really, uh wields it. Uh, Disney just canceled their panel at FanX. Like, how else are we supposed to read that at Star Wars?
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: You know, I heard something
2: too, Steve. I heard that mm. Hayden Christensen came down with a nasty wicked sand flu. I don't know what's going to happen with him.
0: It's coarse and gets everywhere. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Enough of that. All right.
1: Well, uh well, well
0: see. <laughs> moving on, um we got to you know cover what,
2: Wait, Steve, when he when yeah. he
0: shows up in the next trailer
2: in October, i uh, then I might go back to this story. I'm I'm curious now. Because we've talked about
0: it. We've speculated. Now, this is a
2: fan just blowing this out of proportion.
0: Yeah, or it's legit Disney laying down the line and going, what do you guys think you're doing? You can't be seen together. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, they were in the prequel trilogy together. They had, you know on screen rapport with each other there's I don't understand how people can you know they might have just not wanted you know sheaves to talk about stuff it doesn't mean anything about Anakin yeah. just because they cancelled even if Disney did cancel it you know the fact that there were two of them now if this was like Ewan McGregor and and Hayden Christensen maybe I would understand or if it was you know somebody who's not going to be in the movie already confirmed plus hayden christensen i might you know lean a little more heavily into believing this but we know that she's is going to show up in in this next one so who's to say that it's not them trying to silence you know the very least
0: yeah or Uh, most look i like this conspiracy theory i think it would be so awesome just you know they're about to go on and Someone like, you know, oh, you guys, wait, Bob Iger's on the phone. Bob Iger. (laughs) He's telling you to cease and desist. Oh, my God. That would be so cool.
2: Yeah, I I kind of agree. But it does. I mean, I can see where the speculation came from uh, with the rumors of him possibly appearing in this film. Uh, But, yeah, look at I mean, he's made an appearance at a previous convention. What within the last two years? Yeah, it's kind of nice to see him coming back into the fold. Uh, accepting all the, the, the hate and the, and the negative feedback and everything. But yeah, it, I, I get it. I get it. You know, Emperor's confirmed to be in this in some way, shape, or form. There's a possibility that Anakin can be there. But, you know, Anakin was in the entire prequel trilogy and had wonderful moments with Ian McDermott. So it could have just been one of those moments. And here's the other thing. If Disney wanted to shut it down, whether it was speculation or not, one of those actors could let it slip. And if it wasn't a Disney-sponsored event... Or they didn't have their people there, those actors could essentially slip and say stuff. I mean, yeah. Marvel and DC have had a notorious bout with that, with their actors. So any one of them could have done something.
0: Oh, yeah. Those panels are always very dicey for the actors. You can see them looking over to the producers like, am I allowed to answer that question? Yeah. You know, and they sign big time NDAs, um, you know, yeah. that, that preclude them from saying anything. So it's a, it's it's risky a good
1: business. thing. It's a good thing Tom Holland's not in the Star Wars universe. That's yeah. all I have to say.
2: <laughs> well, he's barely in the Marvel universe anymore.
0: Yeah. Why does he spill? I've heard
1: rumors that he c- could come back.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. There's uh, we, we don't have it on our slate tonight, but I did read a story about um, how I guess Sony may be uh, shopping itself around or its movie catalog around. And if that were the case, then potentially they could somehow broker a deal to get
1: him back in the Marvel universe. Yeah. yeah Yeah. that's that's disney just has to buy all the major you know movie studios (laughs) that have anything to do with marvel and
0: anything to do with movies and
1: then they're just gonna own everything but amazon
2: i'm sure that's down the road give them five years they're gonna own amazon so
1: yeah i was gonna say give them time
0: they're trying um you know, there was a big. I was trying to remember at Star Wars Celebration a few years ago. There was a big spoiler, and I think it was for Rogue One. And I'm trying to think of the actor, uh, but he he was talking about the plot, and he gave away that one of the one of the characters dies. He said it on stage, and I can't I can't think of who it is now. It wasn't. Oh Med, yeah, it wasn't Mendelssohn. Was it Donnie Yen? I think so.
2: Yeah. I think, I think it might right. have
0: been Donnie Yen who said, "Oh, when I when my partner dies and I'm a, I become the hero or something and everyone's like, "Oh my god, did he just say that?" Like Alan Tudyk was sitting next to him and he's like, "Oh my god, what are you doing, man?" Yeah. Anyway, so it does happen.
2: Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. That was a big deal back then. Um no little did we know that pretty much I well, everybody died. So <laughs>
0: oh, you know who it was it was it was uh it was Bay the uh, Wen Jiang, the, okay. the 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 director that that plays Bayes Malbus in that movie. Okay. He's the one that spilled the beans. Yeah. 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 Anyway, let's move on. JJ J. Abrams guys talking about Star Wars. See what I did there? JJ <laughs> Professional. JJ J. Abrams turned down 50 million dollars from Apple. That's right. 50 million dollar deal that Apple was uh was trying to sell JJ Abrams on turned it down instead went with um went with Warner Brothers signed for 250 million good uh, god <laughs> yep so uh this is on uh, QZQuartz.com. uh why JJ Abrams reportedly turned down 500 million from Apple last week JJ and his production company Bad Robot announced a wide-ranging deal with Warner Media valued around 250 million according to the Hollywood reporter that's quite a payday for the Star Wars rise of Skywalker director and yet it's just half of what he reportedly turned down from Apple this goes on to say apparently that Apple wanted him to produce um, and create content um, just for online viewing not necessarily for um, you know for theater viewing and uh, JJ considers himself a film director and so he wasn't going to wasn't going to sign that deal. Huh. It's kind of interesting. So much money out now, now. Nico, you just started a new job. Now, did you did you accept um, two hundred fifty million dollars for your new
1: job? I fucking wish <laughs> if I did, I wouldn't be on the show with you guys tonight. <laughs> oh wow, that kind of hurts. Wow.
0: All, All right. right, but I, I guess I wouldn't blame you. But it kind of makes me sad. You, you can even. I, I literally.
1: Edge. I literally. <laughs> We just started this job two days ago. So if I had gotten two hundred and fifty million million two two days ago, I have better things than <laughs> you guys to do. Fair enough. Well,
0: he's honest. That's that's great. Well, also in the news, more Apple news in the news with um, Disney CEO, wait for it, Bob Iger, Bob Iger. resigning from Apple's board. As the streaming wars begin to heat up, this is reported by Apple Insider, which, by the way, Apple Insider has a nice little podcast, too, if you're into the Apple news. Uh, No, I'm not a geek or anything. Um, (laughs) But uh, Disney's uh, Disney chairman and CEO Bob Iger on Friday announced his resignation from Apple's board of directors, a move that comes just two months before the two companies will go head-to-head in the highly competitive video streaming business. I have a little bit of an issue with this head-to-head stuff between Apple and uh Disney. I don't think it's head-to-head at all.
2: No, not at all. And and honestly this whole move, it you could see this coming um if you knew anything about Bob Iger being on that board. Yeah, yeah he's there's conflict there, so he's going to go with who he thinks is going to win.
0: So Disney well, is his his baby. Well, and Disney is his employer also, obviously yeah Uh, but I mean my thing is I think Disney is trying to out Netflix Netflix and it might have been on this show that I heard this and I think it's great if it was one of us that said it but I think that Apple is trying to out HBO HBO I don't think Apple is in the game to compete with Netflix they're creating new content
2: yeah, and the the only problem with that is HBO has a part of it that, well, Apple kind of does with Apple TV, but if they're just creating new content, HBO has been a solid leader for a long time. They put out great uh, great original content, but they have that, that license for how many uh, movie companies out there for their constant rotation of films. So, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, Apple does too, but... I go every once in a while just to look what the rental costs are, and I never choose Apple. It's yeah. just, it's always a dollar more. Why would I pay more? I mean, they it doesn't seem like they're offering higher quality, that kind of stuff to rent from. I just, I don't know. Until they can be a little bit more competitive, yeah. maybe then I'll choose that option.
0: Well, they are starting very quite competitively. They're at four ninety nine a month for okay. their streaming. But I don't think that's not, that's just for Apple... Was I think it's Apple Plus, Apple Plus, Disney Plus, and Apple Plus. Yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. Because so I know Apple is launching at four ninety nine for the whole family, so you can have six accounts all streaming Apple content. But this is not movie streaming, like a Netflix. This is original Apple content, like their show is the they've got a show with um it's called the Morning Show with Carell Steve Carell. Jennifer okay. Aniston, um, and Renee, shoot, what's her name? Um, Zellweger? Zellweger. No, not Zellweger. Um, another attractive blonde actress. Um, anyway, okay, but but yeah. it, three big names on the, attached to that one. They've got the um, the show called C that's about oh. uh, that everyone's blind except uh, babies that are born with sight. Huh okay and uh aquaman who's the actor that played aquaman oh um Jason momoa. yeah momoa yeah. stars in that so that's the kind of stuff they're producing they're not this isn't streaming like netflix or disney with their entire disney catalog this is something different and i think they're trying to out create you know like hbo okay
1: well they lost jj abrams for that so, yeah. are we really going to expect a whole lot of great content out of them? Well, they've got... If they were banking $500 million on getting this one director, I mean, it to yeah. freeze up a lot of their budget for other projects, but...
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, they do have Spielberg pr- making something, and they've got Oprah doing creating some content, so they've got some huge names there. Uh, I think you were thinking of uh, Reese Witherspoon. Yes. Sorry, I said Renee. It is Reese Witherspoon. Thank you. Okay.
2: Yeah, so it looks like it's all original content and new shows, but it, they only have nine shows currently. Yeah, right. So it's this is going to be a tough sell. They need to really amp that up for when uh, Disney hits this market here on November 12th. So
0: yeah. I think they also said at the recent uh, Apple release uh, event, earlier this month that you buy an Apple TV or actually you buy any iPhone, iPad or Apple TV, you get a year of, um, Apple entertainment. Is it called Apple plus? It's av- Apple TV plus. Apple TV plus. Okay. So yeah. you get a year for free. They throw it, it, in. it launches 12 days
2: before, uh, Disney for five bucks a month. Yeah. And it looks like it, you know, there is decent, there's nine shows, but actually there, it looks like there's more shows, but it's mostly kid content. Okay. So, yeah, I'm curious to see how this. It, it might be a slow burn right now, and then hopefully they uh, they ramp that up. I mean, they got some big names attached to it. Yeah. But we'll see.
0: Yeah.
2: Disney knows how to market this content, and they already have done. Well, hell, I was the one that was the naysayer on Disney Plus, but they they made it unbelievably easy for us to get it since we have Hulu. Right. And that was a smart move on their part. So. Yeah.
0: Well, there, there uh, are some videos out there that showcase the Disney Plus app, sort of a beta version of the app. And yeah. uh, if you go to YouTube and search for Disney Plus Netherlands Beta App Walkthrough, it's an eight, almost nine-minute video um, that goes through the entire app, shows all the content that's there. I have queued up the, uh, the Star Wars section of this uh, video. It's only about... Uh, 10-15 seconds long, so let me play this and you can hear, we'll check out the Star Wars content coming soon to you through Disney Plus check this out
2: moving out into the Star Wars section and there's so much here, you've got all the classic movies from the original trilogy, you've also got the
0: prequels, you've also got Solo, which won't be available in the US and then we've got um, uh, some of the TV series such as Rebels we've got Clone Wars, Resistance and then we've got lots of the Lego sh- um, shorts and series which I think is great to see that on there. We've also got Forces of Destiny and then kind of got some specials Um, again quite a few of those being sort of Lego base. and there's kind of like a Darth Vader collection here at the bottom showing off a whole load of different things featuring Darth Vader hitting out international... So you've got all the movies you've got all the TV shows you've got all the little Lego shows you've got Forces of Destiny you've got Specials. He didn't refer to what those are exactly, but I mean, it sounds like there's going to be a wealth of content um, for what is it? What is it starting at, Scott? Is it six ninety nine? I think uh, five dollars. Went, five dollars. Oh, this is yes. well. This now this is Disney Plus. Oh, Disney Plus. Uh, I thought Disney Plus was also four ninety nine. I think we covered it. I it might be right around there, maybe a dollar more. Um, but and then they were going to bundle it, and which is what I'm excited about. Uh, ESPN. Uh, Hulu, Nat Geo, and Disney yeah. Plus. Yeah, National and that's, Geographic, that's right. And that's for, I think, a couple bucks
2: extra. It'll it'll be about $13 a month. Yeah. Does that include Hulu.
1: ESPN?
0: Yes. See, that's, that's ESPN, a steal.
1: ESPN, Hulu, Nat Geo, Disney, all the Marvel, all the yep. Star Wars, all the, yeah. Uh, it's, what are you paying for your Hulu right now? Already is like nine, it, buck, eight, yes. nine bucks, eighty-nine yeah. bucks. it's it's so, like ninety-nine
2: or nine ninety-nine. So it's it's three more dollars basically. Yeah,
1: it it's still cheaper. So you're you're still paying for your Hulu, and you're spending three bucks to get all the everything else.
0: Yep. Smart, smart, just smart. It's cheaper Disney. than
1: getting just the Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. That's, exactly. I'm can- I'm canceling. My Hulu to get the Disney Plus yeah. package with Hulu. <laughs> yeah. I will do yeah. that the day it
0: launches. It's like for me it's all free. Oh, yeah. Because I already paid twelve bucks or whatever or nine bucks for um Hulu. It's basically like a cup of coffee.
2: Oh, and you were correct. Mm-hmm. By itself is seven dollars a month. $6.99
0: per month. Okay, gotcha. So right.
2: yeah. Yeah, okay. it's better to have the Hulu package because you everything you get on Hulu, which is actually pretty incredible, I think the only channel they don't carry is CBS, because that's a separate entity. Okay. They have their own streaming service.
0: Now, there was some talk about um, the 20th Century Fox fanfare, whether that would stay at the beginning of the films, Um, and apparently um, it is staying according to ScreenRant.com. There was some talk about Lucas... Uh, like the special editions um, that some of them on the video release did not have the fanfare, I believe, right? Although A New Hope has always had the fanfare on the video releases. Oh, my goodness. Am I getting that Uh, right? That's
2: actually a good question. Um, Oh, I'll have to look
0: that up. Let me get the crack team on this one. Crack research team on that. But, uh, Dave, where are you? Yeah, exactly. are you? yeah. <laughs> Never fear, though, it appears that uh, the movies streaming on Disney Plus will have the 20th Century Fox fanfare. So that's good news for fans. All right, so moving on here, we've got some news from John Favreau. Nice. John Favreau's been um, starting to make the rounds now that we're inching up on the release date of Disney Plus and with it, The Mandalorian. Uh, This is at geektyrant.com. Jon Favreau teases The Mandalorian merging all the worlds of the Star Wars franchise, including Legends characters. So this is pretty exciting. Um, According to writer and executive producer Jon Favreau, The Mandalorian will have something for everybody who's a Star Wars fan. At least that was their goal when they set out to develop the series. In an interview with Entertainment Weekly, the filmmaker teased that they set out to merge all the worlds of Star Wars... Including the Legends characters Quote I don't want to talk about anything that might be fun for people to discover Uh, We have had some conversations Oh, now, let me just give you a little bit more uh, framing here Uh, They were talking about Thrawn And then somebody brought up Mara Jade So someone asked Favreau Is Mara Jade going to be in the series? And he responded with this I don't want to talk about anything that might be fun for people to discover. We do have conversations. Part of what's fun to see is if we could merge the worlds of the original trilogy, the prequels, the sequels, the Clone Wars, and what's been considered canon up to this point, and what's been considered parts of Legends. I think the show offers an opportunity to bring in all those elements so no matter what you, what flavor your Star Wars ice cream um, is there will be something to enjoy. But you're asking the right questions. Nico, he did not say no. He did not say no. no There's he no didn't. Mayor Jade
1: here. He did not say no, but he also didn't say yes. That's true. But how crazy would it be if we get to find out, not in the new movie in December, who... Raised parents are, but through watching the Mandalorian. Wow, that's interesting.
2: Yeah.
0: Because the Mandalorian is rolling out, not all at once, right? There, there's been reports that we're not going to be able to binge the whole thing. I think we talked about this two right. weeks ago. Right. Yeah, because um, that's
1: that's not how Hulu, Hulu does it weekly.
0: So w- we will still so be getting more episodes. So that's our kind of mo. So we'll be getting new episodes of The Mandalorian as uh, the Rise of Skywalker and, is in theaters.
1: And what, what, what if that week before Rise of Skywalker comes out, the episodes line up to where we get some breaking news leading up to the movie? Wow! wow. And then release weekend comes out, and we go and watch it, and minds huh. are blown because this this series is set to happen between the time of episodes six and seven right
2: yes that is correct
1: kind of the rise of the first order yeah. and and the fall of the empire Yeah, what's exactly. happening in between all that yeah, and change of power that's about a 30 year time difference i believe they
2: mentioned
0: is that correct do you, do you know that 30 I, yeah. year time so difference why between well, between episode 6 and episode 7. Yes. Yeah, but well, I think this yeah. is like 10 so years that's, that's after it. episode 6, after okay. Jedi, is what I remember.
1: Yeah. So that uh, leaves 20 years. If we. Mm, J- Ray is about that age, we could, in theory, see some. parental action that's
0: really interesting
2: i think nico's on to something there and i think it's fantastic because disney is notorious for doing this with the marvel cinematic universe and the tv shows up until they've canceled the netflix shows uh agents of shield had constant tie-ins for the first three seasons to all the major event motion pictures that they had so civil war had a big tie-in on the show Lots of connections and actual guest appearances from the movies into the television universe. So, huh. that could essentially happen with Disney playing with the Star Wars universe.
0: Okay, wait. I I, I want to track this here back. I want to make first, sure. Folks. I, I want to make sure I have this timeline down because I think you might be onto something here. This is an oversight on my part to now. So I'm really grateful that you brought this up, Nico. So, if there, let's make some assumptions. There's 30 years between the end of return of the jedi and the beginning of uh the force, force, Awaken. Awaken. force, force awakens force awakens right there's 30 years there if we assume ray is 20 right in the force awakens in the force Ish. awakens then she was born 10 years after jedi which is right. when this series is taking place. place
1: that and Luke, there's something there dude
0: yeah and
1: and and ben is only I would assume to be only a couple years older than Ray. So, you know, maybe he's like 10 years older than she is. You know, he's a youngling being trained by Luke, and then he disappears, runs off into the fringes. Right. Ugh.
0: What if we see the movie and it's revealed to her without showing it, but it's revealed to her that her parents were bounty hunters... And we get, maybe we get a name. And then the next week on The Mandalorian, we see the actual event happen. Like yeah. they either hook up or, you know, there's a baby born or something. And I'm going to go
2: even farther out on a line. Hold on a second, Nico. i got to jump in on this real quick. Because uh, the whole article that you're bringing this up, this whole conversation started with the fact that we're going to see Mara yeah. Jade possibly in this. Mara Jade, right. we know in Legends, prior to it being Legends, was Luke Skywalker's wife. She was the Emperor's Hand who left that order on a mission to kill Luke Skywalker and ended up falling in love, and her story took off from there and was massive. That went through multiple uh, books and comics and you name it. Even, I think, video games had her included in some of those. Um, Jedi Knight 2, there was a bonus pack all about her quest. Um, Man, there's some great stuff, and if he didn't answer it with his non-answer there's mm. potential to be seeing a lot of possible Legends characters. He does say by not answering it and saying you're on the right, you're asking the right questions. This could essentially be tying into these movies 20 years prior.
1: And we know that that Mara Jade was a master of Teres Kasi, a martial arts form in the Star Wars universe, and yes. that's already been brought into canon in yep. Solo. Mm-hmm. yes. So that's another connection, possibly that's already been created in the canon universe yeah. for her to be able to show up. You know, you, you wouldn't. It wouldn't be throwing a you know a curveball to the Star Wars universe fandom. Like, oh yeah, here's Mar Jade. Oh yeah, here's Terrence Cassie, Oh yeah, here's like we already ha- like all the puzzle pieces line up too perfectly. Now, what yeah. I was gonna say before Scott jumped in is the only thing that I don't like about this theory is that we're either going to be spoiled the movie by the show, or we're going to spoil the show by the movie. Mm. So if you're watching the show weekly, but you don't get a chance to go see the movie that weekend, you're going to have the internet spoiling it for you, what's happened in the show, or vice versa. If you're watching Mm. the movie and you haven't subscribed and you aren't watching the show, you're going to miss that. So I kind of, as cool as this theory is, and, and, you know, as I will take credit for this being my theory here, I haven't seen this anywhere else. But as much as I really like this theory, I don't like that aspect of the one spoiling the other. And if you're not up to date, you know, on the Mm -hmm. show, when you go into the movie, you're going to miss out on it. And if if you're not up to date, uh, you know, you go see the the show and you haven't seen the movie yet, and you're going to spoil the show for yourself. But you well, know what, that, the movie for yourself, that kind of... Yeah,
2: that's fair. Fair. That's a fair accus- uh, uh, observation on that, Nico. But let's just throw back to a second uh, what I mentioned about the Marvel Universe and how they threw back and forth from the movies to the TV shows. They handled that pretty well. If you watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and you kind of kept up with it, and you did follow stuff on the Internet, they did kind of let you know things were going to happen that you should be aware you should be seeing the movie right after you see this episode vice versa it wasn't the best method but it was better than what normally they would do and that's not tell you anything so if they can handle it in that delicate manner i think they would have a great tie-in opportunity and i do have to throw back to one more thing this concept of Maura jade if nico you know a lot about her too obviously from knowing her skills and stuff like this but i I, want to throw yeah go ahead sorry
1: i know a little bit about her okay but but little basics Let's say that
2: what we've seen so far in the new trilogy, as much as we've nitpicked, liked, loved, hated, whatever the case is, if they do this tie in and they do it right and you have Fabro pulling this shit off, this could be a fantastic move for their part. Plus, if they're nitpicking Legends characters, and we've already seen Thrawn now in how many of the cartoons, they don't yeah. have to keep her actual origin story. She could, let's just, uh, this is a way out there theory she does end up with Luke in some way, manner, form. She's a bounty hunter instead of the Emperor's Hand. However the case is, they could play that off where she could end up pregnant with Luke's kid and that could be a Skywalker who we end up seeing as Rey down the road who is told that she was thrown away by drunks and junk dealers. That could be the best cover-up of her parental connection to all of this.
1: Yeah, and I mean, if you're a bounty hunter, and Luke doesn't even have to ever know yeah. that that she got pregnant, you know, right. it could have been a, a one-night thing, a fling, yep. and they went their separate ways, she's a bounty hunter, she can't raise a kid, so she dumps the kid off on some junk planet where she thinks, you know, this is a Jedi's kid, you know, gotta keep him safe, put him, you know... Right, you know, it's the same as, as as dumping Luke off on Tatooine. You know, it's to put him on some desert planet in the corner of the galaxy that nobody will ever look. Keep him safe and let him grow up, and who knows what happens.
2: Yeah, if this is the theory that they might be using, I mean, I know this is just us speculating, but. Man, that's powerful, and that's a great use of their tools, expanding from movies to television. It would be brilliant on their part to make those connections and then let that universe just explode every which way but loose.
1: Yeah, Yeah. the real-life timing is too good, and all the puzzle pieces fit too perfectly together for this. So, like, this is – it's one of those kind of situations. It's like it has to happen because – if it doesn't, there's so many, there's so many clues and leads up, you know, lead ups to it happening. That if it doesn't, I'm going to be really disappointed at <laughs> such a wasted opportunity.
2: Yeah, Nico, are we just setting ourselves up for major disappointment? <laughs> but, but right, it's, like,
1: like a... that's what it feels like. You yeah. because yeah, We we've had it.
0: Like... We've had challenges with headcanon not being the case before, and how upsetting that is for. For Star Wars fans, so don't get too excited, guys. But the, the great thing about this is though the timeline is perfect. It yes. just there's so many crazy theories and that are really interesting. Then you look at the timeline, it's like, nah, that's it's just not possible. Yeah. But this lines sorry, up Todd. perfectly.
2: Yeah, and honestly, <laughs> yeah, sorry, Dodd. <laughs> my hope, my hope for this, and the, the reason why I'm holding on to that hope is you have Favreau as the showrunner. And Favreau came from the guy who started the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well,
0: and Filoni. you got you and, got those two working together. Right. And that's right.
1: powerful. But I mean, and, this and, is And the, the other big thing too is those guys are both fanboys. Yeah. They they yeah. want to do, you know, they want to do the same things that we all want to see. They have no reason not to make such an awesome piece of you know, media for all of us to watch that, you know. They're yeah. basically writing fan fiction that's canon you know <laughs> that is fucking awesome
2: and it's not just Favreau and Filoni you also have uh what's his name what like what, Waitiki what's it, the director from Thor Ragnarok
1: oh, yeah. Waitiki.
2: yes so all of you got two guys that are coming from the Marvel Cinematic Universe you got Filoni who runs all of the animation stuff which is amazing for the most part um both all of them are fanboys in that sense, but know how to connect overall massive story arcs. Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't for Favreau, we wouldn't have Iron Man one, we wouldn't have Iron Man two, and then he appears through how many of the films as Happy. I mean, right. this is a major connecting point, and this is a good opportunity for him to show his stuff with Marvel Star Wars. Well, you know, talking about Favreau, I mean, Disney Star Wars. <laughs> he,
0: he's uh, he's you know it's a little known uh, thing here, but he is not only working on the Mandalorian. He's also got another little project, possibly, guys. Listen oh. listen to this sound clip from Entertainment Tonight. This is uh youtube.com. John Favreau wants to make a new Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> right.
2: If you want to see a holiday special, let Disney Plus know. Wow, you
0: heard it here first. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. He's I'm gonna in. send He's in. Right now. I got robots sending out emails
1: special, right now. No. Wow, you heard it here first. <laughs> now like the question in. is do we do we get a, a modernized remake or do we get a whole new imagining of it?
0: <laughs> it's like it's Uh-oh. like an it's like the ode to um. <laughs> it's like a shot by shot remake. Total ode. Yeah. That it would be psycho. hilarious. Yeah, like they like it's they did the, for psycho. It's the
1: digital. Remaster.
0: <laughs> that would be so funny. Is B. Arthur still around? I think she passed. Alive or dead, B. Arthur? I think she's dead. Okay. Yeah,
2: hmm. and I'm pretty sure there were some Facebook things about that not too long ago. All right, we're
0: gonna have a high five. The top five actresses that could play B. Arthur's role. <laughs> oh my god! What is the name of B. Arthur's character?
2: Uh, Blanche.
0: No, that's uh That's, that's the on other the one. television show. That's on uh, Golden Girls. Golden Girls, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Dave? We're talking Golden Girls. Where's Dave when you need him? Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Isn't it Medwina or something? Yeah, I think so. <sighs> uh, Man, my brain doesn't work well this late. <laughs> anyway,
2: it is. Uh, I will tell
0: you in just a second. Okay. Yeah, right. right. So Favreau's down with Holiday Special. I'm in. I'm in on that. She was, uh, Akmina. Akmina. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, another little tidbit of Mandalorian news. Julia Jones joins the cast of the Mandalorian and Julia Jones is an actress. She's best known for her, her portrayal of Leah Clearwater in the twilight franchise. Hello. Uh, okay. <laughs> You can just stop right there. That one's for Lisa Baldwin right there. All right. Uh, so she is in. You can read all about it at Deadline.com. Um, she's actually got quite a little uh, IRB page. She's been in a lot of stuff. She's in Westworld. Great show.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: So Julia Jones, attractive young lady there. Um, let's see. What else? Are, oh, oh, this is a good story. We're going to move on. We're going to move away from Star Wars a little bit and talk about some of the other stuff. Uh, James Cameron is in the news. James Cameron is in the news because last year, Avengers Endgame passed Avatar as the number one box office draw of all time. And uh, you'd think, knowing James Cameron, that he'd be a little chapped about this. But according to James, he's relieved. In fact, um, he uh, he's quoted here at comicbook.com. The name of the story is, James Cameron claims he was relieved when Avengers Endgame beat Avatar at the box office. He says, Will Avatar 2 and 3 be able to create that kind of success in the zeitgeist? Who knows? We're trying. Maybe we do, maybe we don't. But the point is, it's still possible. I'm happy to see it as opposed to an alternate scenario where with the rapid availability custom designed experience that everybody can create for themselves with streaming services that theatrical potential might not have existed. So in other words, guys, he's worried that people aren't going to go to the movies anymore, which is something we've also talked about previously. Uh, This story followed up interesting with this one. We're going to spend a little time on this cinema blend ranking every James Cameron movie. He's done 9, I think. And uh, oh my. The, eight. Uh we're on to the spawning. <laughs> That's First number stealth. 8. Good guess. Yes. What's number 7? Any ideas? G- give me your give me your list.
2: Okay. Uh do, do I that? have to have them
0: in order? What is that, Nico? Is that a lightsaber? What are we doing? Oh, uh, I, I haven't forgotten. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, well I'll okay. just it's going to be tough to run this down terminator terminator 2 all right so, uh so the abyss so terminator 2 according yeah. to this list his best work number his one movie work.
2: t2 that's I, I would agree with that um but as a fan as kind of the geek in me i still am, i really love the abyss It's a, oh, it's a no.
0: fantastic movie this list ranks the abyss at number five Okay, and then what about? Uh, I'm sure True Lies falls in there. True Lies is down the list. Uh, wow, number, number six. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got three words. Three words for you for that movie. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Anyway, it was uh, a fantastic <laughs> strip scene. I'm telling you. Yeah, that scene. Where well, she she's funny too, though. <laughs> she trips. Yes. In the middle of it, doesn't she? Yeah, she's she's great. Um. Okay, so is piranha two on there piranha honestly? two was the number eight was the last the lowest okay. ranked movie terminator two was number one where's
2: the first terminator fallen number, number three number three
0: you've got all the slots i think you've only got two more okay well then there's it's
2: uh
0: titanic number four and last one uh the, the first um blue
2: cats movie oh i thought you said Av- that one already oh avatar oh, and then uh
0: Raising the Titanic? Nope. no, they didn't. They didn't include that one. I'll get. Well, you can get this one. Get one more shot. This is a big one. Number two. Very, very uh, popular film. Great movie. Good
2: God, I can't believe I'm missing a James Cameron film. Go Aliens? ahead,
0: Aliens. Aliens. Oh, good God! Oh, I just lost my geek
2: cred right there. Yeah. I mean, Aliens
0: might be number. Terminator Two is so freaking good, but Aliens, man. Yeah. Aliens is great too.
1: Yeah, I I didn't. I didn't. Aliens. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to pull a Scott and jump in on that, so I was gonna just let him fail. (laughs) fail So starting from the top, just run it down really quick.
0: Always appreciate that, Nico. Starting from the top: T2, Aliens, Terminator, the first Terminator, Titanic, The Abyss, True Lies at number six, surprising. Avatar number seven, and then uh, Piranha Two. God, I would
2: actually re rework that. I would do Aliens first,
0: the first Terminator, and then Terminator
2: Two as much. As the technology and the amazing stuff that happens in T2 was like uh, awesome, that first Terminator was a a spectacular film. Yeah. I mean, it really is a just top-notch movie made on
0: such a shoestring budget, too. And it's so tight. The pace and the script of that movie is just – they're just phenomenal. Oh, yeah. It's a little bit of a weird list. Uh, and you know, when things get weird around the Wretched Hive, we often have to take a trip Uh-oh. Into, into the oh, nico God. Zone. <laughs> Submitted for your approval. Approve, approve. A lone millennial on a Star Wars podcast packed with the opinions of old men. Old men. They believe, as old men often do, that their knowledge is fact. And that the facts are on their side. They don't know. They but don't what know. they don't know is they're about to climb aboard a Carillion cruiser and the captain is heading straight to the center of the Nico Zone. The Nico Zone. The Nico Zone. Nico, what you got for us?
1: I'm so glad that you know how to read the English language there, Steve. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, this week's episode. Is an angry one. Ooh. Oh. As I'm sure all of our listeners understand completely, um, because we I've talked about it so extensively on this show, and it's, it's such an integral part of, of our culture here on The Wretched Hive. I ride a motorcycle daily. It's my only mode of transportation. And I'm sick and fucking tired of almost getting run off the fucking road. Because people don't know how to use their goddamn mirrors. And I blame car manufacturers for putting backup cameras in cars, standard issue now. Because people don't look in their mirrors. They don't look behind them at all anymore. And I'm tired of almost dying, like, twice a week. Because you stupid motherfuckers. Fuckers with four wheels, don't look around. <laughs> White Nika, why are you pointing at me, man? I didn't run you off the road. All of you, all uh, of you on four wheels. He's but, angry. But those, those are. Dreams. I am angry. <laughs> this is this is this is my well-being. Okay, I'm so- gonna start putting. I'm gonna put a sticker on the back of my fucking helmet that says "Baby on Board," and then maybe people will pay attention. Because <laughs> those fun. people get fucking pissed off if you don't pay attention. Or you get in an accident. That's you're the first kind of thing a... that's you. Did you see the baby on board sticker?
0: You are kind of a baby. It would it would be true.
1: I'm somebody's baby. I have a mama. <laughs> Alright, so I, I have two
0: two comments on this one. First, uh I used to have a an acquaintance long ago that rode a a bike um everywhere. It was his mode of transportation. He told me once, if you're gonna ride a motorcycle, you have to expect to go down eventually.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's a little scary to me. Do you know why? Do you know why you have to expect to go down eventually? Why is that, Nico? Because the people with the steering... The people with steering wheels and doors and roofs and airbags don't fucking care. That's why.
0: That's not true.
1: It is. I care. It is. (laughs) You care when you think about it, but I guarantee you... That the first thing you think about when you get in your car is not about paying attention to motorcycles. Maybe not the and first I don't blame thing. You. But I'm I don't I, blame you. I don't blame you. You don't think about it until they whiz by your car and you hear it and you're like, oh, shit. And contrary to popular belief, we don't come from nowhere. I, I didn't see that guy. He came out of nowhere. No, he did not. He was driving down the road next to all the other cars just like everybody else. Because so, so, you're dumbass that didn't pay attention and look. So I'm the guy in the
0: carpool lane that when I see a motorcycle coming up, I actually turn my left blinker on and slide as far over as I can to give you space. And I often get the little peace sign as the guy goes by. Yes. I pride yeah. myself you, on getting you know, that little thank you.
1: Do, you. do you know why you get the peace sign and the acknowledgement? Because you are the few. Mm. You are the few and far between. That. Now, I'm not saying that I've made it kind of a ritual of my own with some sort of voodoo beliefs or anything that when I pass the car that's giving me troubles <laughs> um, that I touch the rearview mirror as I pass by Ooh. and say a prayer for them. But that might be the case because I'm really hoping that people pay attention more. Um all yeah right. people, come on. There's, maybe you
0: should, get, maybe you should get maybe you should get a speeder bike. Out
1: there. Give up the motorcycle, get a speeder <laughs> bike. You can just go you over know the what? traffic. I just fly over everybody. That's right. And fuck it, if they don't get out of my way, I got twin blasters on the front. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> all right,
0: all right. Of the Nico zone. The Nico zone. the Nico zone. <laughs> all right, well done. Well done. We're going to end on a high note. We got to we got to come back from that negativity we got to end on a high note, and there's only one man that we can always rely on to end the show on a high note. That's Mark Hamill. What? Mark, Mark Hamill in the news again. He's Oh, I thought we had a tweet of the week. No, no tweet of the week, but, well, actually, this is kind of a tweet of the week because it's Mark Hamill on Twitter. Um, he Someone posted a photo of him and Carrie Fisher in their younger years looking very surprised into the camera. And uh, the caption of the photo says the photo was this photo was taken at the exact moment that Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher found out that Luke and Leia were twins. And Mark <laughs> responded to that picture and he said all caps wrong this photo yeah. was taken at the exact moment Carrie and I first saw George Lucas's bank statement.
2: Yes. There you go. Mark Hamill have you seen the whole thing that he did there's a bunch he's trolling Lucas and it is the best ever (laughs) oh there is so much out there you got to check it all out but that's one of those and I just I freaking loved it Mark Hamill should be our president
0: (laughs) (laughs) well he's equally if not more qualified than the current guy oh yeah so. Hey,
2: I need to break in with something before we end this show. Yo. I know we're too short tonight, but um, I am – wait, isn't that a rapper? I think that's a rapper, right? Too short? Too short? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I have what might be breaking news, and this is not me screwing around like usual. We had a wonderful discussion tonight about Mara Jade possibly entering into the TV universe and the Mandalorian. Is that correct?
0: Uh, yes. yes, if my memory serves me correctly. It, yes, we did talk about Mara Jade. And you just mentioned, Congrats,
1: Steve, you're not a, you're not a gold. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just mentioned
2: that a new actress has joined the cast. I want to send something to you. We need to have a
1: discussion before we head out. I already did this. I already did this, Scott. I looked at her. I pictured red hair, and I see it.
2: Look at this picture I'm sending to you right now. Okay. Look at the face structure. And Nico, you're dead on right with that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, if she if she did take Luke's baby and didn't tell him, it it could be one of those situations.
1: But you know what? You're right. And then she dumped the baby on some desert planet and
2: Hmm. abandoned her. Oh. Well, we don't know the whole story yet. But doesn't
0: that? I mean,
1: that looks like yeah.
0: So who put this together? I already did did that. I I already did did that.
1: When when you said, "Oh, this is a new actress that's coming," and I was like, "Hold on, let me look at her. I gotta see if this is," and I was like, "Mm "Mm-hmm, that, that, yep, yep,
2: yeah." I mean, I may not be up to the level of Dave on our cracked research team, but I just grabbed these two shots, put them into Photoshop, put them together, and holy crap! Yeah, you just you put that red hair on her, and there is a chance she could be Mara Jade.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: And I am all for it, man. She looks badass and would probably kick ass.
1: Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah Have her she... do some, some backflips and some twirls and punch some dude through a window. Yeah, yeah man. She... Her being one of the major uh, fight sequences
2: with the Mandalorian. Uh, we're right in the damn show. That's what we should be sending this uh, <laughs> end of uh, Fabra. She's
0: definitely got the look. Now, Mara Jade had some force abilities but was not a jedi or trained uh in using her force abilities correct right she was trained under the emperor and she was she went by the title of the emperor's
1: hand she basically right. did the
2: dirty work that none of the other higher level troopers could do right. even the red guards
1: and yeah, she was she was kind of like a like uh the personal assassin for the emperor right? yeah and
0: he sent her off to hunt down Luke, and they ended up. Luke Luke was uh, too smooth. He got too many tips from Lando. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: yeah. And Ray. then they had a baby and named it Ray. Made sweet, sweet love and made Ray.
1: <laughs> so I think we can. I think we can ironcladly throw out the Ray Kenobi idea. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Although I'm still, uh, man, I wasn't able to admit this to Nico. And since he's on the show tonight, I'm going to say it now. I own up to my shit. And I really think Nico is onto something with the clone concept. There could be the concept that Ray is a clone or there are clones of Ray.
0: First of all, I just agreed with you, and I wasn't paying attention. No, she's a Kenobi. I totally disagree, and I also, <laughs> I, I also disagree with with the idea that she's a clone. No, it's okay. not happening, people. No, no, I'm a contrarian there. Sorry. <laughs> I do like the Ray connection with the Mandalorian, though. That is solid. I think you have something there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Write that up. Write that up. We'll put it on our webpage. That's good. Yeah. We'll be
2: the first ones to acknowledge that. We got that out there.
0: Hey, do you guys have a few minutes to do a little bit of speculation talk at the end of the show tonight? Absolutely. All right. We'll make Maybe it quick.
1: Yes, Did we just do like 45 minutes to that? Uh, yeah,
0: pretty much. But I have some porn music I want to play, so I got to Oh, gotta oh excuse. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen the porn tonight, so. All right. Let's get out of here, guys.
0: So here's the deal. We can speculate about our own theories, but any speculation that's published out there, you got to wait for the wretched hive after dark to hear us talk about that.
2: Nice. Yeah. So
0: if you want to hang out with us for a little bit after the end of the show, we're going to spend maybe five more minutes talking about an intriguing theory, total speculation, but it's all over the internet and we need to talk about it. And uh, if you, have ever had something that you really need to talk about so you wait for five more minutes to talk to your buddies about it and it really goes nowhere (laughs) call us on the Wretched Hive hotline and let me know how that goes it's uh, 562-455-4483 that's 562 455 that's H-I-B-E in case you can't spell hive you can also find us online at thewretchedhive.net go check out our website people it's looking good all of our show notes All of our mini episodes, all the episodes proper, all there available to you streaming live through your work computer speakers while you're working the spreadsheet or writing emails or whatever it is that you do on your computer at work,
1: you can be listening to The Wretched Hive
0: at the same time.
1: And if you read the show notes, you'll know more about the show than (laughs) four-fifths of it. And you know what?
0: Our show is certified supervisor-friendly. So, so you can put your headphones on, crank it up loud in a quiet office. Just turn it up, especially well, during well,
2: Dave's intro. Ex- except for this episode, right? We're gonna or,
0: have some porn yeah, music not this at the episode. End. <laughs> Well, that's true. <laughs> well, <laughs>
1: spoiler, spoiler alert. Yeah, incoming, th- thanks for uh, that spoiler just, alert,
0: man. Jeez. Uh, ah. Yeah, spoiler alert! Up there. All right, uh, guys. Episode ninety six of the show
1: is in the books any final thoughts i need 96 <laughs> 96 episodes yeah. it feels like we've only had a smooth 92 episodes <laughs> oh, oh, well
0: done sir we've only got what a month and a half until we hit episode 100 guys um, have a great couple of weeks we'll see you on the other side and may the force be with us all All right guys. Uh the uh the closing music is over and you know what that means. Yeah. That means it's time. Come on, give it to me, Steve. <laughs> for some wretched
1: hive oh, shit. after dark. You you pr- you produce a wretched hive after dark spit <laughs> I love it.
0: This is our official wretched hive after dark theme music. Oh, oh
1: yeah. Ah.
0: Mm. Where's huh. that porg? Yeah. I me a porg. Where's, where's that porg at? <laughs> oh man, that's oh, good.
2: We gotta introduce the porg to
0: Ursula behind me here. Oh yeah, they those two would get along. As I told you before the show, Scott, the porg is well trained. <laughs> Guys, uh we're gonna talk about a theory that's out there and this music is so awesome I can't I cannot believe it's part of our show. It's just fantastic. All right, so there's a huge Rise of Skywalker theory, and um, this is being reported at Inverse.com. Now, now that I'm reading this, it's hilarious because we've been talking all night about Mara Jade, and uh, back in the what was it in the uh, I guess in the '90s there was a, a game. That was produced. And they had the an Masters actress... of Terraska, Costi Shannon McRandall. Yeah, Shannon. I met her a couple times. Yeah? She was the face of Mara Jade for the Star Wars card games. Yes. So, one theory is that Shannon McRandall may herself return to play Mara.
1: Hmm.
0: Which, I'm not sure I buy that, but... Uh, but the other connection is that um, Mara Jade will indeed be in this movie and will have a connection to the Emperor. Um,
2: okay, that's pretty intense right there. So and in if a- they play her off as the Emperor's hand, they're not straying from the actual legend now.
0: Right. Well, so that's fueling this as well, with, with, you know, you've got um, many Legends characters that are sort of starting to bleed over into canon, I mean, obviously, most notably Thrawn. Um, but this is really fueling, this is in a published report here on Inverse.com, this is fueling a lot of speculation about this. I guess no more than we've already done on this here episode, uh, but... It says uh, in this article, Right now, Mara Jade isn't canon, but if she was rebooted, her existing backstory would place her in perfect position to put the events into motion that could help bring Palpatine back to life. The Mandalorian introduces Papal-teen? a... Palpatine? A young <laughs> post-Return of the Jedi Mara Jade, perhaps it could hint at the idea she's working on a super-secret side gig that involves bringing her old boss back to life 30 years in the future. So... In Legends canon, Heir to the Empire took place exactly five years after Return of the Jedi. Okay, so follow along with what we were talking about earlier. Yes. Heir to the Empire is five years after Jedi. The Mandalorian takes place five years after... Oh, this is saying the Mandalorian takes place five years after Return of the Jedi. Okay. So So those timelines are lined up. Not ten years as we were reporting earlier. Okay, I, you probably have more to the story, but I'm going to throw some speculation in while we're just Bro. mixing it all up right here. Go, save me, go.
2: Okay, so here's what I'm thinking now. If Based off of what we've already speculated, if that actress, um, Julia Jones, was it? If she's right. playing a younger, possible Mara Jade, Shannon could essentially play the older version of herself that she started 25, 30 years ago... In Rise of Skywalker.
0: She could actually play that part. Dude, you just blew my mind a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. If they have the younger version in The Mandalorian and the older version in The Rise of Skywalker. Now, I know the picture I sent through our our
2: messenger isn't exactly the same looking shot, but there are pictures of Shannon where she has straighter hair and does have a similar facial style. They do have a little bit different ethnicity, but... I mean, this is the Star Wars universe, and I think they could blend that in just fine.
1: Wow. I was gonna say that Julia Jones has got more of an olive complexion where yes, this other, this other person's got more fair complexion.
0: Yeah. Wow.
2: She was picked the f- back then because she was very, like, fair skinned and had red hair, but they could do some work on that. I mean it's not impossible
1: hmm.
2: and if she's playing an older version of herself who knows what time is done or whatever I mean it could it could essentially work out just because of her connection anyway to
0: the Emperor that's fascinating well the, and there is such a thing as makeup I mean they could make her up to look however they want yeah sure um, but I love so so that we we could get introduced to a a character in The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, right, that we it's unclear whether it's Mara Jade or not. Maybe there's hints. And then maybe we get the big reveal by watching The Rise of Skywalker.
2: Okay, and let me just throw this in as well. Knowing what we know about her history in Legends, Mara Jade does infiltrate some of the seediest places. She is according to before disney took over and made all this legend she was in jabba's palace at the time of the events when luke skywalker came in and destroyed everything that's when the first essential motions were put into place for her to track down luke the emperor talks about that in some of the in uh, the extra material like the comics and the and the books so that's there in fact that comic book cover i sent to you guys that gives you her history as being the emperor's hand and what she essentially does for him.
0: Fascinating. Yeah. This is I'm really excited about the con- the possibility of a connection. Uh I I will the, the timelines if, lining up. That's really that's really cool. If they have the foresight to do these types
2: of like across format uh connections uh I, I'm all in, man. I think that's going to be great. And you pull a character that's as popular as Mara Jade. I mean, that's like pulling Thrawn down. There yeah. are huge fan bases for Mara Jade out there.
0: It's the most you know, logical um, character to pull in next, right? I mean, yeah, you, you, I would. You've I would done say so. Thrawn. You need to do Mara Jade. Yeah. Yeah. How, Nico, you got something? How cool?
1: How cool would it be if we get? Sebastian Saldo to play young school, school young Luke Skywalker in this Mandalorian series. Oh. The Winter Soldier, Bucky Barnes. Yeah. Have you seen his pictures side by side oh. with Mark Hamill when he was younger? Yeah, yeah, yeah I've I seen think it. yeah.
2: And they could do a lot with that. Like you were talking about makeup wise and all that. You could uh-huh. you have potential in this Mandalorian series to have some major bridging between these two. Trilogy. Oh yeah.
0: All right, guys, oh, yeah. I gave us a little bit of extended time, so the music is winding down. All this right, This is uh, our first edition with official theme song music of The Wretched Hive After <laughs> Dark. Did you produce this music, or is this actual soundtrack music? No, this is soundtrack music. Okay. I think it's from a movie called The Money Shot. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> All right, guys, have a great couple of weeks, and uh, we'll see you soon. See you guys. Bye. Aïe